Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, oh God, I ask you right now, God, that you would move by your power, that you move by your anointing. Sweet Holy Spirit, come into this place. Oh God, I ask you right now, God, that you would do what needs to be done. Oh God, I ask you right now, God, that you would tilt the follow grounds of our heart to make teaching, preaching easy and understandable for your people. Oh God, I ask you right now, God, that you would do all of these things and more. Oh God, I pray that you would have me behind the cross, that you give me access and ability to minister in the third heaven, that I may rightly divide the word of truth. If I was going to pick a topic today, it would be, it's time to break away. It's time to break away. And I looked up the definition of breakaway. And it says right here, radical change from something established or long standing. And God was dealing with me with a whole lot of different things. I'm gonna be talking about David and Saul this morning. I'm gonna be in 1 Samuel's 13 chapter, verses five through 14. 1 Samuel's 15, 1 through, 1 through 35. 1 Samuel 19, 1 through 10. 1 Samuel's 24, verses 3 through 10. When I looked up this, and I thought that was very interesting now because we're in an hour now that it's time to break free from some stuff. It's time to let go of some stuff. I don't care if it's something that you've been tied to or been connected with for years, but it's time to let some things go. It's time to break away from yourself or some individuals that's been long standing in your life, but they're not bringing you into a place of abundance in Christ Jesus. And I'm going to tell you something. Let me give you my subtopic. I could have killed you if I wanted to. Because of God that's in me, I restrain myself. It's time to break away. I looked up the word radical. It means change or action relating to or affecting the foundation, foundational nature of something. It's time now that I get a radical change from the foundation in which I stand on because God is trying to move me to the next level huh? and I'm tired of people pulling me down. Huh? I'm tired of dealing with other people's problems and I can't allow God to deal with mine. Huh? It's time for me to be radical about my faith, about my salvation, which is in Christ Jesus. Huh? I'm trying to break away huh, from myself huh? because sometimes myself is holds me down huh? and sometimes I allow other people to hold me down. Huh? Because their mind is starting to get on me. Huh? I'm trying to break away from everything. 
in their spirit, everybody that's poor in spirit, I'm trying to break away that I can be free. Because if I don't break away, I allow you to kill me or I'm gonna kill you. You need to understand what is happening. If it wasn't for the grace of God that brought me to this place, I would have killed you off a long time ago. Y'all gonna kill you why? Because of what you done to yourself. But I'm allowing it to get on me. You need to understand something. You're trying to kill yourself and kill other people for what they've done. And they bring it to you. And you accept it. But now in this hour, now in this season, it's time for me to break away. We kill people all the time. And God dealt with me with this. We kill people in four ways. We kill them with our eyes. We kill them with our mouth. We kill them with our heart. We kill them with our hands. But it's time now to break free. For myself. I'm having nightmares about you, drama. I can't function all day long because of you, mess. We're going to look at Saul's life. It happened way before David came in the picture. So what? from the beginning. But it's time now because of this wisdom in Christ Jesus and this hour, this dispensation that I can get free from myself and I can get free from others and I don't have to bear everybody's burdens in this hour because there's a new dispensation coming. There's a new radical change that's coming in my foundation in this hour. So now I got to let God be God in my life. All I can do is pray, but then I leave the prayer there. I don't have to watch God birth the prayer in your life, but when you go through your trials and tribulations, the prayer is already there. Just like I had to step into it by faith, they're gonna have to learn how to step into it by faith. I can't keep working everything out. I can't keep going over and over around the mulberry bush over the same thing. You allow the devil to attack you, let him have a field day with you. Just like I had to cry and pray and fast my way out, so do you. You need to understand something. I'm not letting you tie me down. I'm not letting your tears. I'm not letting your eyes. I'm not letting your hands touch me no more because it's a time now that I can be free, that I can allow God to move in my life, that the power of the Holy Ghost can come in, that I can be fed free, that I will miss the kingdom of God based on what you've done. But we kill them. If looks could kill, they do. Mouth. We talk about them like a dog. The heart is deceitful above all things. And desperately wicked. Who can know it? It's the Lord, Jeremiah 17 and 19. And our hands 
Psalms 26 and 10 says, and new, this is the New Living Translation. It says, it says, their hands are dirty with evil, scams. And they constantly take bribes. But it's time now for me to be about my father's business without the drama. And I'm tired of going to God about the same thing over and over again. I'm going to God about them, but then I'm going about to God about me trying to get set free from what they're doing to me and other people. It's time now for me to break free. I'm not trying to be mad with you no more. I'm not trying to kill you off 25 different ways because you're causing me to be disturbance in my day. I can't let you take control like this. I can't let you tear me down emotionally no more. I can't let you stick a knife in my back no more. I can't let you let me lead me off into some strange land and doing corrupt things. I got to get free. I got to let the Holy Ghost take control. I got to be led by the Spirit. I'm coming into a place of maturity and I got to see what God has for me. I got to see how far the Spirit can take me. If I allow it in my life, those that are led by the Spirit are the sons of God. I'm trying to see how far in God I can go. I got to understand that if the foot may slow me down, how can I contend with horses? It's time now for me to get on the thoroughbred and ride as fast as I can. I'm running why? Because of you. I'm running why? Because of me. I'm running now because of the call of God is getting greater and stronger in the earth. I got to get out of the way that the Holy Ghost can take control. It's time for me to break away. It's time for me to be more committed with the things of God. I'm tired of the leeches. I'm tired of the beggars. I'm tired of the ones that's hand and mouth, that's poor huh, in their spirit. Huh, they draining and leeching after, after me. Huh. If I give them food, then they saying it's not enough. Huh. If I give them water, huh, they say they don't want desante. Huh. They want aquafina. Huh. I'm tired of dealing with foolish, stupid, foolish things. Huh. I'm tired of dealing with foolishness of man's heart. Huh. I'm tired of dealing with all the bribes they taking in over their life. Huh. And then when things happen and God hit the hand, huh, and the money goes out the hand. Huh? Then they want to come to me. Huh? They want me to pay this and pay that. Huh? But you got to come into a place huh? that you got to hear God huh? and be led by the Spirit. Huh? Even God moves on. Huh? He moved on from Jews to the Gentiles. Huh? You better learn that everything is not your obligation. Sometimes you got to let God huh? move you on to another generation huh? and tell that generation you're good for nothing huh? until God deals with you. You need to understand what the spirit is saying it's time for me to move on you're gonna make me kill you and I'm gonna miss the kingdom of God because of your drama your mess but now I'm trying to be set free I'm trying to be delivered by the power of God I want to see what God has for me it's time for me to break away It's time for me to diverse. It's time for me to get away. I'm diverting. I'm moving away from these things. 
And it doesn't matter if you don't understand why God is pulling me away from some things. It doesn't matter. I don't owe you an explanation. You're not my mom and my dad. I've been bought with a price. My life belongs to God. I ain't got no other explanation to give you. I don't owe you one and you don't owe me nothing. But now it's time for you and I to go part our ways. May the Lord watch between me and you. That was between two enemies. I'm not saying that you're my enemy. I'm just saying that right now, if you're not walking in the ways of God, you're against the spirit, so you're against me. You're a hindrance, you're a snare to what God is saying in my life or what God is doing. You need to understand something. God got you, but yet he got me too. It's time now to come up to a higher ground. It's time now to seek what the Lord has for you. And if you don't seek what God's got for you, you're going to allow other people to destroy you. You're going to allow other people to make you kill yourself and drive you mad and crazy and stupid and ignorant and you can't function and mess it with your anointing. It's time now for you to separate yourself from yourself. It's time now to separate yourself from men. It's time for you to separate yourself from the things that's holding you down. God can show you what it is. Now when you walk and see the light, walk therein. God is the light. The footsteps of a righteous man are ordered by God. Now it's time for you to let God order your footsteps. Now it's time for let God do what he needs to do in your life. Why are you hanging around corrupt people? You're knowing they corrupt. That corruption gets on you. Now you lying and cheating and stealing. And God just delivered you last week. Why you can't hold on to your deliverance? Why you can't hold on to your salvation? Because corruption brings about corruption. But I time I got to let God go. And do what he's telling me to do. Because I don't want God to let go of me. Depart from me. Did not do this. Did not do that. But you allowed the wickedness of man's heart to get on you. Because you were so busy trying to help. And spilling out the anointing in the old wine skin. You studied pouring wine in an old wine skin and you never had the knowledge and the understanding and the revelation that they should have went out there and allowed themselves to get back on the potter's wheel for him to mold and make them or go back to the lambskin maker and make them a new wine vessel. But you didn't see that because you're so busy looking at the now and the moment. But now it's time to understand that God is moving me on. That God is taking me to another way and I got to go and do what God's telling me to do. What's at stake is my healing. It's my anointing. It's my deliverance. It's what God wants me to do. It's another generation that God is sending me to. There's another people that God is sending me to. You need to understand what is going on. There's a higher ground. There's a higher anointing because God is trying to move you on. But you're so busy trying to do what you think and by the sight. But you need to understand something. You need to understand that the works of the flesh. And you know to understand that they lust against one another. The spirit lusts against the flesh and the flesh lusts against the spirit. They ain't trying to let go of each other. They just trying to merge. It don't care what it merges to. Have you ever been around a person that's filthy and nasty? They don't care if it's clean or good. They just trying to connect to it. You need to understand something. It's time now to stop merging your spirit. It's now time to stop merging the things of God that he's blessed you with. With unclean things. 
they don't care how you get it because they don't care about when you give it to them. They don't value nothing that you're giving them. But it's time to see what God has for me in this hour. Before you commit murder in your heart, it was already there first. The flesh just played out. And you constantly trying to help people that are already corrupt. You trying to change somebody's nature. You ain't God. You ain't God. You trying to play God and it's killing you. Because you tapping into a power that you were not designed to walk into. He breaks off the anointing for us. But you're so busy walking out of your calling because you're trying to be what they need in their lives and you're missing God. Let's go to 1 Samuel 13. disobedient and caused him to be mad at somebody else that didn't have anything to do with his actions. How much that sounds like us. So let's go. Saw sacrifice, sinful sacrifices. Let's start at verse 6. When the men of Israel saw that they were in danger for the people were, what's it right here, distressed. Then the people hid in caves. It says in thickets, in rocks, in holes, and in the pits. And some of the Hebrews crossed over the Jordan to the land of God and Gilead. As so, it says, as for Saul, he was still in Gilgad, and in all the people followed him trembling. Then he waited for seven days, according to the time set by Samuel. But Samuel did not come to Gilgad, and the people were scattered from him. He wasn't standing in faith. Whatever's in the sh the pastor is going to be in the sheep. Because when you go to 1 Samuel, the 8th chapter, God didn't want them to have a king like everybody else, but they did. And God told them, I'm not going there. Read 1 Samuel 8 chapter. But they wanted to be like everybody else. They wanted a king to, to lead them in the flesh. But they did not want God to lead them by the spirit. And by the spirit, there's no mistakes. But by the flesh, that 
king will always fall. That's why we need Jesus. So verse 9, so Saul said, bring a burnt offering and peace offering here to me. And he offered the burnt offering. This is what we do. We start creating things for people that's not in our calling. Because we can't wait on God. Because we can't wait on God, we don't allow the people that's disturbing us to wait on God. So every time you delivering them, every time you bringing them out or answering their solutions, you showing them another way versus the way of God. And then you want to know why you're trying to kill them. You want to know why you mad at them. Why you can't stand the sight of them. Why you just want to slap them. Why you cussing them out. Fussing at them. We talking about before we commit murder. By the eyes, the mouth, the heart, the hands. But you, you don't want to see what you did. As long as you're outside of the will of God, you cannot really hear God because you have stepped out of God and became God to things. And those things are trying to kill you off because you never really gave it to God. So now you're, everybody else around you are scattered because you're trembling. They're seeing you fall apart. They're seeing you act crazy, indignant. And it makes the whole household unstable. It makes the whole church unstable. Because everybody's out of God. Out of his will, out of his, his provisions. Sometime in our waiting brings about stability. Matthew 15 and 19 says, it says that it begins in our heart and mind before we commit an act of sin, we will think about it. And we got all of these murderous thoughts on top of our hallelujah and speaking in some tongue, but our heart is not free. It's time for me to break away from the things that's holding me down. For the things that's pulling my heart into evil, wicked things in my life. I can't love you because I'm mad at her. And when you give me love, I treat you bad. But you're innocent. And the cycle goes on and on and on. Romans 7, 18, King James Version said, flesh and it's bringing about corruption and I'm reaping corruption because they don't honor anything that I do they don't respect or like anything that I do 
in this hour, you have to be led by the Spirit. If God say don't do it and wait, that's what you do. Because you can bless or give something before it's time of maturity for the person. Then all of a sudden you cause them to be a bad fruit on the tree. And we don't understand it. Or you done picked it before it's time of rightness. When I was in Houston, my sister bought some pears, and she said they taste nasty. Let me sit them on the counter so they can ripe some more. It leaves a bad taste in your what? Mouth. And it caused her to have diarrhea. Look at this. Like a dog returning back to his own vomit. And then we want to know why we're in this cycle of sin and we are constantly regurgitating over and over again, over and over again. You're going to church, you're paying your tithes, you're jumping and shouting, but yet there's no real change because you haven't really broken away from yourself and the things that's got you down into a place. You need to understand something. Now is the hour that we got to get our house in order. We get to got to do what God is telling us to do because that's a higher thing. That's a higher ground that God is trying to get us to and we don't want to do that because we're still like Saul making all kind of sacrifices getting in all kind of situations and debts and all of this kind of stuff and you saving up your whole life for your children and they don't even care they're going to blow it in one season and it took you 20 years on your job to make you need to understand what God is saying now you better store up it for yourself the things of God and God is going to take it and multiply what you worked 20 years for God is going to do it in half the time. You better guard your heart and your money with all diligence. You need to understand something that your heart is connected to the things in the earth. What is the things that drive the earth? Money! Let's go back. Saul making sacrifices outside of his calling. How long we known people to operate outside of their calling? They make a mess. That's why you got so many people in the school system. The real people are staying and the fake people, they are leaving because it's really not in their calling to teach children. That's why it's always a shifting on the job. You doing stuff out of desperation. Can't nobody keep the job. Can't nobody get the job. Why? Because they operate outside of their calling. So they get something, they don't stay there long. But a person is rooted and grounded and they got a love for something. This was happening in the church. All of these fake pastors, all of these fake five-fold ministries, they're leaving. Why? The doors are closing. Why? Because the heart is not there. It doesn't matter. It's about a building. You can go in the corner and preach Jesus Christ and cause souls to be saved. You can get on the internet. You can do whatever it is and preach Jesus Christ. You don't need a building. If you wait for people to come there, you better find out another way to reach and do the calling of Jesus Christ. God will give you wisdom in the store. God will give you wisdom for how to come out of something, but you got to follow instructions. Saul did not follow instructions, and now he's doing sacrifices, and Samuel the prophet is mad at him. Let's go to the 15th chapter. First Samuel 15. And now you finna see another situation. Saul, 
incomplete disobedience. I want you to see all of these is being disobedience even when you jump in ahead of God or when you think that you're doing something right. Huh? And if it's not what God is telling you to do, you out of the wheel. You in disobedience. Huh? If God say wait till 5 o'clock, huh? I don't care if you do it at 4.58, you still out of order. Huh? You got to do stuff the way God is saying. Huh? And you need to understand what's happening in America and around the world. Huh? Everybody's out of order. Everybody is doing the way that they want. Everybody Everybody's got a word. Everybody's got a revelation. But what is God saying to you? You better cock off some things and see what God is saying to you. One of the things that Pastor Gina said a long time ago, she said, God said, don't run down to North Carolina. I can show you better here in Portsmouth. But we're trying to run to excitement. We're always trying to run to thrills and, and thrills and tears and everything else. We're always trying to run into the know. But yet what you're knowing is don't make it God's knowing because God is the one that sees down the road. God is the one that sees truly in the man's heart. We're trying to run everywhere. We're trying to speak everything. But what is God saying to you? If you're out of order, you need to get in order. If you need to follow the instructions of what God is saying concerning you. If he told you don't go with Mary Jane, you better not go to Mary Jane. Mary Jane may meet something down the road that God is sparing you from. You better hearken into the voice of God. But we are out of order. If the country's out of order, the state of the people represent the head. Who's the king Biden? The earth is crying out and is moaning for a change. But before a change comes, some things got to pass away. Some things got to be exposed. But those that are rooted and grounded in God, are going to stand because their feet is planted by the rivers of living water. When everything else is dried out and the drought is in the land, God is going to provide. If I got to go hide up in the caves in Nevada, God going to send a raven to feed me like he did Jeremiah. You may not have time for the Bible, but you better make sure the scriptures are in your heart and your mind. You need to understand something. The book of Eli, the Bible was do what? It was in his, inside of him. But you so busy trying to carry it and you ain't got it. You better make sure what you're carrying. The word of God is really inside of you. You need to understand something. Bread of heaven feed me to her. I won't no more as I pass through this barren land. He's going to hide and shield me. The presence of the living God is everywhere that I go. And he's going to provide for me. He's going to do everything for me. Because I've let go of everything else. I have nothing else that I can do. I done done all that I can. And the Bible says when you done done all that you can stand but God said in that standing on me they're gonna not gonna try to kill you with their eyes don't mean they're not gonna lay hands on you don't mean they're not gonna cuss you out you need to understand what God is saying and they may throw daggers at you they may throw apples and oranges at you they may throw stones at you like they did Stephen but Stephen said what I see heaven open up and heaven is gonna open up for you and provide we don't need as much as we think we are. We just spoiled. 
what you think you can't get rid of and, and let go of. God will cause a storm to wipe it out in one second with a blinking of an eye. We in the hour now. You don't understand. You may come home and oh, your whole house may be underwater. You need to understand something. The earth is groaning and moaning. There's a change that's happening in the land and you better learn how to shift according to the spirit of the living God. You need to understand something. Stop being obedient. Disobedient. Stop being into a place that God is trying to tell you something. We're in the hour now that God is speaking one time. God don't keep telling me, Trinity, not to go over there to Babylon. He done told me once or twice. Now, if I decide to go to Sodom and Gomorrah, and he told me not to go, he may not have somebody like Abraham praying. I may have to get out there the best way I can. I may have to find Jesus Christ in Sodom and Gomorrah. But I had to work somewhere. If I didn't have nothing else, I had enough to say, Lord, save me. I'm a sinner. I repent. I know I shouldn't have been in this place. But if you let me get out, I'll commit my soul to you. Don't tell me about your life. You may be a cat. You may be a witch. You may be having nine lives. But this one life I got in Christ Jesus, I'm going to do what I need to do. It's time for me to break away. Sometimes people cause you to do premeditated murder. That means it was already in my heart. And my flesh played it out. Saul was already in Saul. He just played it out. He didn't want to do what he was supposed to do. And he's sitting there with the Malachites. See what I'm saying? How we doing things that we shouldn't do. And he trying to save this one and save that one. Now, you better do what God is telling you to do. That's the problem with you. You don't worry about biting, following instructions, and keeping promises. And you can't even keep a promise to Jesus Christ and whom you say that you love. So who's the evil person? Who's the one that's in the place of disobedience. How can I corrupt you and I'm already corrupt? How can I throw stones at you and I'm already throwing stones at somebody else? How can I bad mouth you and I'm already bad mouthing myself when I can't obey the God that I say that I serve? I'm sitting around here mocking God. I'm sitting around here being pretending and acting like I'm saved and holy and I'm corrupt from the inside out. I'm rotten and I'm stinking and God is trying to clean me out. But no, I don't want to go to the water. I want the clean water. How in the world will God let you do this? And you need to humble yourself. You just like the centurion soldier. You trying to go because based on I'm saved and I've been in Jesus Christ 25 years. But you are one year devil. You don't understand. One day is like a thousand. So in heaven's term, every year you've been saved, that's a thousand years. And I'm just equating years to days. You need to understand this. We're old in the spirit in which you think you are. But then there's no change. And we constantly doing pre murder. 
to the things of God, to the people of God, because you're trying to find an excuse and a way and a lie out of everything. You're conniving. You, you up here doing all of these type of things. You need to understand something. All of these things is coming from our nature. God is trying to get down to our nature and change it. God is trying to do what he's supposed to do in us, but we constantly kicking against the prick. We constantly doing everything else. When God sends the fire for change and the purification, we want to run the first baptist and talk about pastor lynn then you get the first baptist then you want to talk about bishop td jakes and when you get the td jakes's church then you want to run to joe Osteen, and then you come back way by courtney mcbeth and then you come back way by some other local pastor you run it here and there and the fire is still chasing you it's going to chase you until you get it right until jesus come It's time for me to break away. Let's go here. Saul constantly keeps rebelling. And the prophet Samuel is constantly giving him instructions. And he ain't trying to kill nothing. Because he's always looking at a prophet. I could profit off of this. And this is what the merchants of this hour is doing. They know it's bad merchandise. You know the food is nasty and everything else. Their clothes is half the quality, but they're charging you more. But they, but they got it from Saul. It was already in the Bible. I'm just breaking it down to you. Because he saw a, pro a profit in it. He saw a dollar bill in it. We're not allowing God to be God in our lives. Some things you don't need to get a dollar back from it. Some things you just need to get rid of it. Some things you just need to let go of your life. To bring about a change in your life. But let's get down here. Let's go down to verse 19. I'm not reading all this. I'm, I'm just giving you a scenario of everything. Let's go back and read the story. But Saul did these two things. The 19th chapter. And it starts talking about Jonathan and David. And Saul wants to kill David. You always wants to kill off what is a part of you. That's why you don't like your children. That's why you don't like your mom and your daddy. Because that's a part of you. We always want to get rid of the bad part of us. If we don't get rid of it, we try to clean it up. Or fix it. But just like you in rebellion, then when you try to change them, they get in the rebellious and come against you. So that means you're still in war with yourself. Just two opponents. And then we're trying to tell them what we've done and, and how this didn't do this. But yet they see that your hands are still evil too. They ain't trying to hear it. 
So I want you to see this. So Saul is trying to kill David. Because David did something that he, was, he couldn't do. The anointing just don't leave you just like that. It's a process of the anointing declining out of your life. And a lot of times you don't understand because you're so busy trying to do it your way. 1 Samuel 19 chapter. I'm going to read verses 1. Now Saul spoke to Jonathan, his son, and said to all his servants that they shall kill David. But Jonathan, Saul's son, delighted much in David. So Jonathan told David, say my father Saul seeks to kill you. Therefore, please be on your, your guard until morning and stay in a secret place and hide. And I will go out and stand beside my father in the field where you are, and I will speak with my father about you. Then what I observe, I will tell you. Now Jonathan spoke well of David to Saul, his father. Let me tell you something. I told you about the mouth, and I told you about the heart and the eyes and the hands. When you get in a corrupt state, it's nothing, they could be telling you the truth about the, about the other person because you already got murder, that premeditated pre murder in your heart. You don't wanna hear nothing. A lot of times, jealousy brings on a lot of different things. They're jealous of what you have, and you sitting there saying, I ain't got nothing. But it's more than what they have or something they desire. Or what you have is blessing them, and they don't want you to understand it. There's a lot of mind games. There's a lot of things going on when you're at the hands and subject to the enemy because you're so busy trying to help. You're not discerning everything around you. So sometimes people know what your worth is, but they don't want you to know your worth. So they'll keep you in a down state in your subconscious of your mind. They will always have you. You're thinking that you're lower than what you are. You need to see and understand because God ain't made nothing low. God ain't made nothing that was uh, corrupt anything else. When we came out of the womb, you need to understand something. We were perfect and beautifully made. You got to understand something. Now, I understand about, about um, we come into the world, we shaped and born of iniquity, but I'm telling you, you have everything that you need. And when you come into the place that you understand and receive Jesus Christ, that which you were birthed in comes to fruition because you submitted your will to Jesus Christ, and then he takes over and does whatever it is. But you can still be in a place that God can still use you, but yet you need to understand that God is trying to get the best out of you. He's trying to give you a double portion. He's trying to give you to a place of power and understanding and he sees your value. He sees your worth. Uh, even though the enemy sees the mark on your face and everything else, but you may not see it because your countenance are down and all of this stuff, but you got to understand something. I don't care how down and countenance that your flesh get. There's always a light that's 
in the face uh, and the enemy can always spot you. That's why he keeps kicking you down because he sees the light. Uh, he's trying to stump out the light in you, uh, but the Jesus Christ that's in you is stronger uh, and you need to understand what is happening in his life. Uh, I don't care what life throws at you. I don't care what happens and what your friend or whatever your family does in your life. Uh, they cannot stump out the light. Uh, I don't care what David had or what David did, uh, whether it was good or bad, uh, even though the family talked about him uh, and now he's getting his mentor is talking about him and trying to kill him, but they could not stump out the light. They cannot step out your purpose in Jesus Christ. Uh, you need to understand what God is saying and what God is doing. Uh, God is trying to break you out uh, from some things, trying to break you away from all of these things because he's trying to preserve the light. Uh, sometimes a soldier could be in battle for so long uh, and God just has to pull you out uh, and you may feel alone. Uh, you may feel like you're forsaken and God has left uh, and has caused everybody else around you to leave you uh, and drive you out. Uh, but you need to understand something. Uh, God is trying to preserve the light for this last hour. Uh, God is trying to do what he needs to do in your life. Uh, don't understand and don't get it twisted. Uh, God don't make no mistake. You are not a mistake. Uh, you were bought and bought with a price. Uh, you were delivered. God has set you free. God has set you aside for such a time as this. Uh, and you need to understand what God is saying. Uh, they can't drown out the light. Uh, I don't care if they put their eyes on you 25,000 times. I don't care if they put their mouth on you 35,000 times. I don't care if their heart is against you 75,000 times. I don't care if they hand slap you and knock you out and throw boulders at you. They cannot drive out the light. You need to understand what God is saying. I'm trying to take you out into another way. I've got a way of escape. You don't understand. You need to let God just take control of your life and pull you out into the thing that God is trying to pull you out of. You're trying to save yourself. But God said you can't save yourself. I've given you 35 years and you still can't do it. You're still fighting the same demons. You're still fighting the same stars and trials and tribulations. God said now allow me to do it. You would understand that it's time now for you to pull away. It's time now for you to stop trying to commit murder because of what they've done to you. You need to let God take control. You need to let God do what he needs to do in your life because they cannot drown out the light. But the God said I still got to preserve the body so I've got to take the body and the spirit and just move into another way. You need to understand something. You done gone through enough. You done been through too much. And now David got tired. He got frustrated. I don't care whatever happened in his life. You need to understand something. David had it. When David won the victory that Saul could not do, he God stood him up then. How in the world are you the only one that's coming and saving the family, saving the job, saving the church, saving everybody else? And now you need to understand what God is saying. He's trying to preserve you. Don't be mad at who left. Be glad they're going out of your life. They were drowning you. They had you up at night thinking about murder and killing yourself. Oh, but God saw that it was not enough. And God said, I'm not going to have it this time. He said, no, no, no. I didn't have it. Saul lost it. And David became king. You need to understand. Couldn't kill him. How many Jonathans you had in your life that went in your defense still couldn't stop the enemy? And I'm going to read you what God gave me. 
because I got God in me. I could not do it. That's why you bless those that curse you and talk bad about you and persecute you. And that blessing doesn't have to be physical. It just could be, a, I bless you with nice words. I bless you that I'm not going to cuss you out. I'm not going to ridicate you. I'm not going to drag your name out there in the street. But I bless you in Jesus' name. Sometimes you have to be tried to your limit to see how much God you have in you. You need to see this. When you have the power to do something and you don't do it, that is true power. Then comes promotion. David was tried to his limits. Saul did repent in 1 Samuel 24, 16 through 22. But I'm going to leave you with this. Psalm 75 and 6, King James Version. From promotion does not come from the east or the west, the north or the south. But it comes from God. It's time to break away. I could have killed you if I wanted to. I pray that something's been said and done. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen.